This is Welcome Home Radio from the Fresno Association of Realtors on 940 ESPN. Good morning, Central Valley. Ah, a little cooler weather today. Doesn't it feel good waking up to open those windows up and let that 60-degree weather come in? This is Gerard Lozano this morning. Uh, as you know, I work at the Fresno Association of Realtors, and i um, pleased to be here this morning. We've said it before, but uh, 10 years doing Welcome Home Radio brings us plenty of folks in the community, our realtor members. It's who we like to have. Since our show is real estate, we love to get the... Um, I uh, love to get the opinions and uh, facts from local realtors that uh, are out there working day in, day out, putting folks into home, answering questions about home, talking about the uh, housing market, what's going on with rates, all that good real estate stuff. But um, all that kind of revolves around folks in the city. This morning, very fortunate to have uh, Fresno City Councilman District 5, Luis Chavez, with us this morning. Told Luis, all we got to do is talk. So there's nothing going on in the city, Luis, right? <laughs> there's always something going on in the city. <laughs> well, welcome and thank you for joining me today. Thank you for the invitation. I appreciate you being here, and uh, we've got too much to talk about. We can we can run into run into the afternoon, but I know we've got college football that's going to be coming up later. I think Bulldogs play at 7:30. That's right. It's going to be a beautiful day out there, and uh, happy tailgating for those waking up, stocking your fridges, and uh, and uh, getting ready to head out there, be safe, and uh, go dogs. Go Hopefully dogs. they can win this one. I think they will. I think so, too. I, think, uh, I, got, I got confidence in our team and coach. Yeah, so. it's wonderful. So, busy day on tap. But, Councilman Luis Chavez, we've, we've known of you for quite a while. You've been around City Hall just a number of, a uh, couple years, right? Yeah, so uh, before getting elected, I was actually on the school board for four years mm-hmm. with Fresno Unified, and then uh, simultaneously worked for a uh, previous council member who's now supervisor, Sal Quintero. So uh, I, I know I definitely knew where the where the bathroom was when I was elected <laughs> uh, uh, 18 months ago. Yes. Um, so we've got a lot to talk about. Um, I guess basically to put perspective for your, your district, um, do you want to just give some mm-hmm. a quick snapshot of your district so i represent district five which is is essentially the southeast portion of of our city um i go all the way eastward to our 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 city limits boundary lines which would be jensen temperance uh all the way down uh north uh, to the 180 and then first and tulare is my western uh boundary uh right close to uh downtown and so this is the the southeast part of the city a, a very diverse community um, I love that about Southeast Fresno. I grew up there, you know, graduated from Roosevelt, uh, went on to City College, Fresno State. Um, go dogs again. And, uh, you know, very fortunate to have been uh, elected to uh, represent uh, District 5. And so we've been working on a number of projects. And, you know, I like to always, you know, say that District 5 is yeah. really boomtown right now. Mm-hmm. There's so much construction. There's development. There's projects, uh, transportation, housing. Um, pr- pretty much a little bit of everything. And last night I I get home and getting ready to get some dinner and there he is on the news. I thought, well, perfect. <laughs> I can't ask for a better guest. That's uh, busy being a, a council person and we all love dogs. Oh, I don't absolutely. currently have one, but uh, 
That's great, a dog park. Absolutely. So <laughs> yesterday was a that. was a big day. Uh, we actually, um, you know, opened up Southeast Fresno's first official dog park uh, at Al Ratka Park over by Clovet, um, Belmont and Fowler. And, uh, you know, I thought that was a great, um, you know, opening. We're actually launching a campaign to name the park after a dog lover advocate in the city of Fresno. Right. And so we'll be taking names up until October 19th, 5 p.m., uh, hard deadline. Uh, but <laughs> send those names in. Any, anybody that you know was a, was a dog lover, dog advocate. And then for Halloween, we'd like to have a, a dog costume, uh, party. And so we'll be uh, unveiling the name and then also uh, giving out some, some treats for our furry little friends. Beautiful. <laughs> well, I remember El Radka watching that, Channel yeah. 30 Fun Time. So I wonder, yeah. he, do you know history of El? Yeah, Did he radi- have the radi- a dog's yep. uh, animal lover? Yep, yep. And so everybody knows that Radka is the, the, the radio guy. you know. And I think one of the great things about working for, for, for Sal was that mm-hmm. he was a big history buff yeah. for the city of Fresno. And so you get to know all the, the history of the folks that came uh, before us. And that part of town, you're right. I mean, I have in my office the, the, the I don't want to call it the <laughs> almanac, but the very first edition of the city hall um, budget. And so you see the, oh. the, the names in there, you know, folks like Braley and, you know, the streets that have been named after um, folks in our city. But that's the history of, of my district. And I love that. You know, I as I mentioned earlier, I, I live on Huntington Boulevard and, you know, one of the most beautiful streets in the city of Fresno. It's also one of the oldest ones in the city it of Fresno. Is. So it's a rich, diverse community. But, yeah, that dog park yesterday uh, was probably one of the biggest, uh, busiest, uh, you know, uh, projects we've worked on. There's a lot of dog lovers. And, you know, when I spoke, yeah. I said, these are these are my constituents, too. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> the, the real house dogs of southeast Fresno <laughs> uh, came out in, in, in droves. <laughs> and the... And you said your your district is booming. Um, yeah. And what's next week? It's supposed to rain maybe Wednesday, and that's the beginning of the fair. And I always think of the fair and that's the big, right. big, big Fresno Fair. Mm-hmm. So that that helps bring folks to your area. Oh, absolutely. You know, driving by and and the uh, residents out there just uh, hopefully they welcome welcome more cars through and and. Uh, absolutely, we get about a million. Uh, visitors on the King's yeah. Canyon Ventura Corridor every year that come to the Big Fresno Fair, and it starts Wednesday. And you know, John Alkyrother does a great job. But I know it's fair time because I live so close <laughs> there that I can smell the cinnamon rolls, oh. <laughs> and so that triggers me to always, uh, you know, let my neighbors know. And everybody's yeah. very supportive of our fair, but it's uh, it's a very successful fair that we have, and it's at the heart of District Five. Uh, along the Kings Canyon of Ventura Corridor, which, by the way, has a lot of activity going on right now um, with development. We've got 23 new businesses that have opened up along that corridor. And that's really encouraging to see because, as you know, when we went through the recession, there was a really high vacancy rate for storefronts. I, I did the analysis at one point, and I think we were at a 30% vacancy rate. That's at 13% now. And so my goal is to cut that in half to about 6 7% in the next uh, year or so. So we're, we're, we're working on that. Yeah, and, I, and a bit later when we have more time, we'll talk about you know some of the details that you've brought forth that, mm-hmm. that certainly help folks um, create business and keep business. I think that's the... That's the big key, and um, I noticed shaded in in your area is Fancher Creek, so that's just a little little 
Another little small piece of housing, huh? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, Fancher Creek is, is, is just a historic, you know, waterway there. And we've done a number of cleanups uh, the last couple of months. We did one in mm -hmm. August and then this uh, past uh, 22nd. Uh, a couple weekends ago, we had one in over 115 people came out to help with that wow. cleanup. And and what we've done is we actually introduced some, some city legislation to designate it an official parkway. And that's really what our, our residents are looking for, those types of amenities, right? When we build neighborhoods, we they want the shopping, mm -hmm. they want the parkways, dog parks, um, <laughs> high on the priority yeah. list. But this is what really builds a, a true community that, that we can all be proud of. And so we've, we've been moving in that direction for a while. And, you know, we'll, we'll bring it back on the uh, next council meeting ratify that and so that will free up some some state and federal dollars and and really build those bike trails and walking trails for for our community that's awesome and it, it, as i see here some uh restaurants and movie theater mm -hmm. on yep. the horizon how can you that's give a ballpark uh that's going to be so actually if folks drive by there on clovis uh between tulare and belmont they'll mm -hmm. already see the machinery there's the sewer the water going in um, and so we've worked really hard to make sure that we iron out those deals. And so we'll get the, the big box stores and, you know, the movie theater, um, restaurants, which are badly needed in that, in that part of, of town. And I think that'll really be a transformational project that'll spur more development with, with housing mm -hmm. and our communities. And, you know, I'm very lucky to actually have three school districts in my council district. I've got mm. Sanger Unified, I've got Clovis Unified, and then I've also got Fresno Unified. And so it's a big, you know, mix of, of folks that live in different parts of, of the area, but that area is really going to be ground zero for the next growth uh, in the city of Fresno. We see a lot of development and a lot of activity, and I think that's great because I think, you know, especially for, for those neighborhoods, home ownership is just key to making sure that folks have an opportunity to really reach that, that American dream. And I'm, I'm a visual person, and, and looking at your district, how it's shaded, it's You've got great trans. The 180 mm -hmm. kind of runs the 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 top of it, if you will. And yeah. uh, so great trans. My brother lives out. Mm, I know how to get there, but I don't know the streets. I think I get off like around Temperance or something. But okay. um, right about down here. So well, he's <laughs> got he's map, got a new dog park now. Yeah, <laughs> they need to. We do. Yeah. You know what's really great about about Southeast Fresno is that <laughs> you're you're right. We have the 180 that you know leads us into uh, our national parks, connects mm -hmm. to Sanger. Um, we also have the airport on that side, but one of the other great investments that the city has made that that's also going to be transformational is we the southeast water treatment plant just went online, Correct. and so that's going to ensure a water supply for for all the future development that's coming on that side of town. And you know we recently launched the bus rapid transit system along the Kings Canyon Ventura corridor. Every 10 minutes, we have headways for bus service in, in that part of town, and it connects to Blackstone, and then it mm -hmm. goes up and connects to uh, River Park uh, shopping area. How's the general uh, reception of that, the BRT? Oh, it's been great. It's been good? Uh, a lot of great feedback. I think folks are able to plan their their doctor's appointments, good. their, you know, their school, um, you know, uh, days a lot better. Um, when you have that assurance that there will be a bus coming every 10 minutes, yeah. that's very, very helpful to, to our residents. Great. Awesome. Mm -hmm. All right. We're going to head to our first commercial break. My guest today, Luis Chavez, Councilman. This is Gerard Lozano. You're listening to Welcome Home Radio on 940 ESPN.
Good morning and welcome back to Welcome Home Radio this morning. It's Gerard Lozano and uh, Councilman Luis Chavez. We've got a lot in common. Uh oh. My best friend for the day, for the hour, May 11th. Oh, that's my birthday. That's my birthday. Oh, wow. I thought I was the only one that had a birthday in May. Birthday Soul Brothers. Yep. <laughs> you know what it's best? I love it when it's on Mother's Day. Yeah. I was uh, we we were the we were our mother's gifts for Mother's Day. <laughs> My mom would be oh son. That but, uh, that doesn't get us out of buying the <laughs> gifts though. So it's like a trade off. Mom buys us a gift, Never. we buy them a gift. Mm-hmm. We got to give moms a gift. Always for sure. I thought I'd throw that in. I I picked that up this week as I was getting as I was getting prepared like a good host does. You hear that, Mr. Scordino? I was doing my homework <laughs> for Saturday's show. While working all day. And we're both Taurus, uh-huh. which means we're stubborn. So Pretty much. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> yes, I am. Okay, let's get back to District 5. Um, let's see. We've got a lot of growth going on. We've got a lot of yeah, action the, coming the, with the Yeah, the Fanshawe Creek. So one of the big components yes, of that sir. is going to be the, the police substation. That's going to be built there right next to the shopping center. That's going to be key for the area. Um, it's going to help quite a bit with uh, response time and, you know, our officers being able to get to uh, a number of calls. And so we've made that investment. I was able to secure, you know, the the $7 million for that uh, police substation. So you'll see some, some action there here in the next couple of months. But I know that's going to be welcome. I've gone and spoke yeah. with the neighborhoods uh, there. They're they're waiting for that. And so that's going to be key for, for Southeast and the future growth. I think at some point uh, – City of Fresno, the southeast portion, will really, you know, join up with Sanger. Um, Sanger's growing too, as mm. as you know, um, but it will be the same scenario as with uh, Clovis and and their you know boundary lines with us. And yeah. we'll, at some point, will be a big metropolitan uh, area for for the Central Valley. That's good. More choices for people to move to Absolutely. and shop and mm-hmm. and experience different parts of our city. Absolutely. You know, there's nothing better than jumping on 41, get to the 180, you can go to schoolhouse, mm-hmm. you go to tower, plenty of opportunity. And, and what's going on out in the northwest, too, with um, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Brandau's district. And a that lot I, of growth. I hear, or I can see a lot of what's happening out that way. Is what you're explaining for your your part of That's town. That's exactly yeah. right. So the northwest and the southeast parts are really, you know, simultaneously growing um, and le- leaps and bounds, and that's a great thing for for our city. Um, and what you're seeing is, you know, with 99 and and their investments that they've made um, as well. And for us, it, it's pretty simple, right? The city can't grow farther north because you know we have the river there in mm-hmm. Madera. Uh, to the east, Clovis is there, and so what other areas are there? So it's southeast and northwest Fresno that yeah. are going to be the epicenter for a lot of the growth that that we have. And you spoke about the substation that's going to mm-hmm. be a welcome, a welcome site for folks in in response calls. But um, you know, you probably also are dealing with some activities that we don't like to see, but uh, definitely need to handle. Speaking about. You know, the activity yeah. of gangs and things. Absolutely. So, you know, we... we proactive. There, there are pockets of, of southeast Fresno. And, you know, for the most part, the folks that live in southeast Fresno are just great, hardworking folks. But there are pockets that we have this type of activity that, that goes on, and especially with gangs and youth violence. And so, you know, I think having been on the school board, that served me well with initiating programs because we know that the response is great. But when you speak to, to Chief Dyer and, and, and our law enforcement folks, you know, they'll tell you that 
an ounce of prevention is worth mm. and goes a long ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not just the, the suppression piece, it's the, it's the prevention uh, part. And so we've worked on a couple of uh, projects. Uh, the city's been a great partner with the school district and, you know, us opening up schools as parks and green space. I, I led that effort when I was a, a trustee. And that's uh, expanded quite a bit with Central Unified, with Fresno Unified. And and I think that's what we have to do to to address these issues in our community. We can't give up on our kids. No. You know, we have to make sure that 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 they're you know taught and mentored and and led in the right way. Because if we if we don't do that, bad people will do that for us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We'll get there first. Mm-hmm. Starting in the schools as a. Absolutely. You you see a lot of these folks targeting you know young young kids and you know we have conversations about. You know, are the drug prevention programs in our schools and, you know, working with our, our youth. And, and that's really one of the reasons why the city of Fresno has, has gone above and beyond with forming the youth commission. You know, I work really closely with um, the youth leadership uh, institute and the work that they do and, you know, being proactive about reaching out to our young folks before they fall in the wrong uh, footsteps. And so that's been very effective. The city's been a great partner, the school districts, and, you know, that's what it's going to take. It's it's going to take the, the city, the county, the school district, and, and our community um, and our, our churches that do great work mm-hmm. in that area. They've just been amazing working out in the Sunnyside area and the Callaway area, and so it's it's always a work in progress. But we have to we have to stay on it, and you know, always wear my teacher hat. I was a teacher before I I got elected. I wasn't always in in politics, and and I really enjoyed that. And mm-hmm. you know, I still have students that I run into at the supermarket, and they come up to me, and it feels weird because they call me Mr. Chavez. Right? <laughs> and it's, it's like, wait a minute, I think I know where I know you from. Yeah. But education is going to be a big piece for for our community. And what? What grade did you teach? K through 12, and then I also taught at Fresno City College okay. uh, under social science uh, division. Political science, big big surprise oh, there, right? Oh, really? <laughs> Duh, may I ask, do you have a preference, college or K through 12? I, K- you know, I actually enjoyed working at the high school level mm, okay. um, because those, I think those are the years when a lot of our, our youth are really forming, you know, who they who yeah. they believe they will be. And it was really great to kind of steer them in, in the right direction. And I always like to have that conversation with them. I, I always tell them, hey, I'm not going to tell you what to think. I'm going to show you how to think for yourself. And we need more of that in our in our community nice. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, talk for a minute about the uh, the Business Act. Mm-hmm. You, you mentioned it, and obviously new businesses came in. But yep. um, everybody lives, loves a little – business is hard, of course. I'm sure, and then keeping it thriving. But uh, explain how – how your act is helping. Absolutely. So I actually sit on the mayor's uh, uh, Better Business Fresno uh, 2.0, and so we're working through the process aspect of, of, of you know, permitting and, and streamlining that process, which we know has needed mm-hmm. a lot of work. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that I wanted to do, because we do a great job with, um, you know, the big the big dogs, so to, so to speak, with Amazon and Ulta and Gap. And so I said, you know what, let's do something for our small businesses, uh, mm-hmm. especially along that corridor. And so I wrote and was able to pass with with the support of my colleagues of the Support Small Business Act, which essentially reimburses small businesses their property and sales tax in exchange for creating jobs along that corridor. And earlier we spoke of the vacancy rates, um, you know, for storefronts there at 13, 14 percent. And, you know, we actually have about five new businesses that since this past has have actually uh, already applied for it. And, you know, I'll, I'm going to give you the sneak peek because we're going to announce it pretty soon. But we just signed a lease for the old abandoned uh, Kmart 
that's going to be a family entertainment center, laser tag, oh, really? arcade, buffet. And so we've got a great uh, investor that came in, and we work with them and, you know, navigated the, the gauntlet. And But that, that's, that lease has been signed, and so we're going to be doing an announcement and, you know, ribbon cutting here pretty pretty soon. But those are the type of amenities nice. that our community really loves. and. It's both, right? It's entertainment and business and jobs and, and economic Sweet. development. So I think about 40 jobs just in that location alone um, along the corridor. So that's going to be very, very helpful for, for our community. Nice. And, and the big the big <laughs> shopping uh, centers or the, the stores, I should say, that, that aren't there anymore. Um, you know, it's unfortunate OSH is going to be gone, going away. Yes. It's like those those are buildings that are... Big commercial things, and that's going to be a a struggle. But so one of the things that that we did is once we heard that was happening, I got on I got on the uh, horn and I started calling a lot of the retailers. And so we actually have two um, potential tenants already uh, negotiating. Um, and I, I can go ahead and say I don't think that they would mind. It's uh, uh, Marshalls uh-huh. uh, is one, and the other one was TJ Maxx, right. and then uh, Burlington as okay. well. So you know that's 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 my job. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna find a, a an empty part an empty parcel an empty mm-hmm. storefront, and we're gonna find a a tenant for that. And and I'll tell you that the Ross that's located on Kings Canyon and Willow generates about seventeen million dollars a year. Yeah. So the market is there. Um, yeah. And and that's a good thing for for our community because they have spending power. They have purchasing power and you know as i've gone and met with a lot of retailers um this is something that was a little bit creepy but enlightening so to speak where they actually have a company that will track uh by way of your your debit your credit card by zip code exactly what you purchase so they know that you purchased a pair of shoes or t-shirts or detergent and that's how these stores uh determine whether they come into a neighborhood or not and so what I've been told from major retailers is that our area is, is ready. We have the purchasing we'll power it. and all that. Mm-hmm. So That's always scary. We do our own little budgets at home personally, <laughs> and then you think somebody's performing a budget on me. That's absolutely right. <laughs> and my right. tendencies and where I go and what I do. But, um, you know, you've got a lot of folks down there. So, I mean, the um, I guess the great news, unfortunate, that businesses get told they're going to be closing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But you know there is there is backup of businesses that continue to want to be here and and I think that speaks to what you know southeast Fresno absolutely uh, it's the potential know. that 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 we have in, in in our community and you know as we grow and you know we add rooftops and you know and, and families that move in I think you'll you'll see that um, happening a lot more often and earlier we spoke about the project serving southeast but I really see that as more of a regional shopping center. For oh, yeah. Sanger, for Parlier, for Reedley, for Selma, and and so I know that you know we'll get um, you know consumers and and patrons from those surrounding areas as well. Yeah, because at at times, of course, you've got your Fresno hat. Right. You know your right. your D five hat might be a little bigger than the Fresno hat sometimes, but right. um, we're all in one city together and and making making our city thrive. Absolutely. North, south, east, and west is the is probably the biggest. We have to biggest goal for for you and your colleagues. You know, you look the at the at the the old maps of Fresno, and you know, back in the 80s, uh, I remember doing a school project when I was at 
Lincoln Elementary, and we saw the map of Fresno, and, and, and I found it, and we've just grown significantly from, you know, in the last 30 years. And we're going to continue to grow because we know that mm-hmm. home prices are sky high in the Bay Area in Southern California. And that's good for Fresno because I think it will put us in the driver's seat for, you know, our, our development projects and, and everything that's coming uh, for us. But housing is definitely a big, big uh, topic in our community. And we're going to talk about more housing. We're going to go to our next commercial break. You're listening to Gerard and Luis. Uh, May 11th is a big day. So May 19th, uh, May 11th of 2019. I think we're on a Saturday. So <laughs> That's actually great. never usually happens that way. <laughs> it's getting closer to Mother's Day. Usually I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. You're listening to Welcome Home Radio. Welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. Uh, Gerard today, celebrating this day with Luis Chavez Saturday. Uh, we're only looking for 85 today. I was on that news or on the Weather Channel all week because it was kind of hot this week. Oh yeah, it was a little warm. But uh, the big, big Fresno Fair brings cool weather and a chance of rain, and that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about our city. Um, homelessness is something that affects every every corner of the city um and we were just talking about recently the the council made a decision um to help yeah with the issue so you know this is a it's been an ongoing problem we know it's it's a statewide um it's a citywide problem right sure. we have folks in what were park the bluffs roading uh, by the airport southeast southwest and so you know we earlier we talked about my years there at City Hall. And so I've had a chance to see, you know, previous initiatives and what we've tried to do and how that hasn't worked out. And so I, I really believe that, you know, and we need to own that, that I think one of the mistakes that the city did was just, you know, shutting down the the camp that was down um, over by the bridge because they went all over the city, right? And so that that's the problem that we're dealing with now. And so we've tried to do a Band-Aid approach, and, you know, my colleague, uh, Councilmember Brandau, brought the no camping. Then it was struck down by a court, and so we had to adjust it. And, and as I was, you know, deliberating whether to, to support that, I said, you know yeah. what, let's not keep putting Band-Aids on this. Let's actually address it in a comprehensive manner. And so mm-hmm. I, I made the motion to um, allocate a million dollars from our housing funds um, to uh, expand the, the shelter that they have at the Pavarello. We know that they have services, they have programs, they have resources, uh, they need capacity. So this would be the, uh, the sprung structures where our, our homeless task force, i.e. Our, our police department, can respond to individuals that are in storefronts, that are in you know gas stations, that are in neighborhoods, yeah. and transport them to where they can get services. That's what the key is. So we can't keep shuffling folks around because... Then they're just going to go camp, you know, with another uh, at another business location or another alley or another creekway, and so I think this will be a, a, a comprehensive approach. Um, you know, we directed the city manager to come back in 90 days with uh, with the plan, and you know, many of us have already been having that conversation. But we get the calls from from businesses. Um, you know, hey, they're aggressively panhandling, they're loitering, yeah. they're you know using the facilities right next to our building, and so the bottom line is it does nobody any good to have these folks in neighborhoods, in our parks, 
um, and in areas where they actually can't get the services. So that was the intent of, of doing that, and, and I think it will be successful where we can actually transition them into services because, you know, you always think of, of homeless as just one single visual, but it, there's folks there with mental health, with substance abuse, with, um, you know, just down and out on their luck. And, and i got to tell you, I was very surprised to see um, at Fancher Creek when we did the cleanup, a lot of women homeless um, mm. folks that were out mm-hmm. there. And, you know, they, they they stick together, three or four of them for protection, obviously, but that was that was actually really yeah. sad to see that um, uh, take place. So we have to do something, and we have to do better. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then, you know, we all we all do individual things for to help, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I, I don't want to sound heartless or anything, because you know, no. we do things. I do things. You've you've given food, sometimes money, but th- if folks need help, but then I guess I get to the to the end of the where I, I'm thinking, you know, okay, so we need to help this person. They don't want it. They don't care. They're going to do what they want. But this is where it sounds bad. Is no, you just can't continue to do this because right. it's not acceptable. So at that point, what's the next? Yeah, no. What's the I, next? And, uh, um, you know, and I'll urge your your listeners, please mm-hmm. do not give them money. That just mm-hmm. enables the the cycle. I think there are great organizations that we can donate to. That there I do are. that. Yeah, Pavarello, the Mission. Um, you know, f- folks that that are providing these services for them, um, but I think the the and you're right because you know you 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 it tugs at you. You're you're a human being and they're mm-hmm. a human being and you know sometimes I I will buy them food. I'll buy them a burger or, or a hot dog right. or something. But I think the worst thing we can do is give them money because that just enables the the cycle to continue. And you know a lot of these folks um, they need they need mental health services and 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 substance abuse. And alcohol, you know, abuse um, prevention programs, and 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 those types of, of services. But we have to address it in a in a comprehensive manner. We just can't piecemeal it. And I said this the other day that I think there are organizations that are doing great work, but they're working in silos. They're not working together with, you know, all the other folks. So, you know, yeah. the, the mayor's put together um, uh, a plan. He's going to bring forward some recommendations with. The county, the city, nonprofits, um, and and I think you know our That's our good. churches need to be part of that because they do great work every day, yeah. um, and 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 they do it without support of government funding. They do it through through their own you know goodwill of their congregations, and 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 I think they can play a critical role in in the work that we do for our homeless populations. Very good. Let's transition into uh, <laughs> some of the roads might need help, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, and we can't all call that Domino's uh, hotline to get, <laughs> fix our potholes. I'm, I'm a little bit curious on how that's really uh, – it sounds great, but uh, Domino's is probably not going to come and pave the uh, city of Fresno no. potholes, right? No, they are, no, they are not. We've got to do it. <laughs> yeah. So we ac- we've actually launched um, uh, uh, and we've repaved four um, older neighborhoods, and we talked about earlier about me representing – some of the older neighborhoods in in the city of Fresno. So the area of um, Kalawa is over 100 years old. It was uh, established in 1886. And, you know, some of the streets there are just really, really worn. And so this past month, we actually put in a multi-million dollar project in rebuilding the roadways in Kalawa. We did a big cleanup uh, effort. And so if folks drive down Orange from Jensen all the way to um, Ventura, They'll see all the new uh, improvements that we have. We also repaved the old St. Anthony Claret neighborhood on Church, Church and uh, Chestnut to Jensen. 
and then uh, we're working on the uh, Lane neighborhood that's coming up next. So what I did is we we picked the the older neighborhoods that that I know needed a lot of work, and we put mm-hmm. them in the queue. And we're going to keep uh, investing in those um, repaving projects because at the end of the day, I think you know I always call it the window effect. Uh, where the constituents, if they look out their window and you, they don't see their trees trimmed or their potholes fixed or their sidewalks repaired, that then that's all that matters. And yeah. so that's really what City Hall was responsible for. And you know we've made a number of investments for for infrastructure and you know the residents of district 5 will start to see that here pretty shortly um and continue uh you know for the for the next year but every budget cycle you know I'm I'm always at the at the table with hey we need more money for mm-hmm. um repaving um because it it's not just for our residents it's also for commerce you know folks don't know this but I have uh the most food processing plants uh in my district uh, I've got Kraft corn nuts. If anybody knows, all the corn nuts that come in the west west of the Mississippi come in Fresno. Really? In Fresno. And, you know, I'm, I'm partial to the picante and the ranch ones. Uh, but, careful but, careful with, with your teeth there. With the, I know. <laughs> but we have, you know, Kraft. We have Lions. We I have Ledestri. We have Fiori de Pasta. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's a really a, a great um, a mix of, of food processing plants right, right by our uh, neighborhoods. Hmm. And they're not—they're not driving a, a little uh, economical car. These are big rigs, which yep. uh, cause cause a tear. lot of uh, mischief to the roads. Wear and tear, unfortunately. Yeah, but no, um, that's 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 absolutely right. And we, we saw the map earlier yeah. where we have, uh, you know, the 180, and then we've got 99 and 41, and so they're major transportation yeah. hubs for uh, the transport of uh, goods uh, across our our Central Valley. Well, I'll have to meet you at the Corn Nut Hut yeah, for lunch we'll do a tour. I love those, but don't tell my dentist I will see him Wednesday. But, yeah, don't crack anything on those. No. They're delicious. Nut. Absolutely. So. And, 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 you know, it's interesting. A lot of the folks that work at Corn Nuts actually live in southeast Fresno. Very nice. So, you know, we've, we've got uh, families that, that, that have worked there for generations and great product. Shameless plug. We'll charge them next time for advertising. <laughs> exactly, yes. Um, and you talked about the dog park, but uh, green space mm-hmm. in your district is yeah. also welcomed. I'm no, I know, right? We we need that. We need more green space. We have uh, seven parks in District 5. Um, one of them is its own independent park district, which is the Kalawa, um Park District on Church and uh, Maple. Uh, but we need more. We have such a large population, and, you know, they love sports. They love soccer, baseball, uh, basketball. And so we're working on a couple of um, projects, and we'll be making some announcements uh, next month, actually already. Um, but the the Fancher Creek Parkway, um, we're going to designate that a park uh, from Clovis all the way to Temperance. Um, and like I mentioned earlier, we'll free up some, some dollars, but it'll have – uh, walk trails, bicycle trails, um, just a beautiful, serene yeah. uh, amenity for Southeast Fresno. And, you know, I like to compare that to what folks have up in Northwest with the Bluffs and, you know, the San Joaquin River. Uh, a little smaller than that, but we're we're in conversations with um, adding some more uh, amenities along the, the trail. So it'll be great for, for our residents. Good little exercise spot. Exactly. Um, exactly. And what a, you know, I'm, I know you get calls from your residents and constituents and out there and uh their big concern is just to keep moving the right direction but is there a few items of of uh the wish list or what have you but uh you know what are the 
the folks telling you? It's the the the, the amenities that um, we haven't had in in Southeast. The the shopping that we described that's a big need mm-hmm. in in our community. And then also the parks uh, piece. Um, folks want to have more parks for their children, and you know, and, and and play areas and dog parks, and you know, just a place to go and and enjoy themselves. And so those those I would say are are very important. But then the public safety piece, right? We want to make sure that you know, our communities are yeah. safe. We talked about the police station. Um, and our police officers do a great job, but you know those are some investments that we're going to have to make in the next coming uh, years. We we budgeted for 21 additional police officers this year, and that'll help. Um, but it's going to take the community to also be yeah. be vigilant. And, and I got to tell you, you know, a lot of homes now have that what's called that that ring doorbell. Yes. And so out of that, we've we've caught a number of people that have sticky fingers for for porch items like the Amazon yeah. packages yeah. and we call them porch pirates mm-hmm. uh, that go in and, and so that was a big concern for some of our neighborhoods east of uh, a peach um, but those cameras have been very very helpful in, in, in solving who, who who that was um, and so you know the, the, the crime piece we have to make sure that we're working together and, and, and reducing that and you know our police department does a great job but they need a little help from, from our community too. Nice. All right. We got a next commercial break coming right up. You're listening to Welcome Home Radio on 940 ESPN. September. We're wrapping up September. September 29th. We're the. This year's gone by very quickly. Super fast. Very Super quickly, fast. but... Uh, it's fair time already, right? October. Are, are these days. guys playing at the fair? I don't think so. I need to check this calendar and start putting out some dates that I'd like to go have. Three soft tacos, <laughs> one beef jerky stick, a corn dog. Gotta have a corn dog. Um, Mandatory. I think that's about it. Cinnamon roll. Oh, oh yeah, roll. we usually split a cinnamon roll. Yeah, no, I have two of those myself. Oh. <laughs> but it's a, uh, it's a honestly, tradition. It's, a, it's a tradition. We get down there, and it's a quick hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you want to go look at No. Do you want to go? No. We've got our thing, and we walk out with a little bellyache and got your routine call it good. Of the food and the experience. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I, I this year, actually, I'm, I'm doing the, uh, the opening remarks, uh, you know, for the city. Oh, right. And so we'll be there Wednesday, you know, kicking it off and, you know, inviting folks to come out and, and support the fair. So um, great, great event. You're right. I mean, it, it's that time of the year. It's fall now, right, mm-hmm. officially. Hopefully the weather uh, cooperates uh, with us. Yeah. little sprinkle. Welcome. That's like the welcome uh, to a fairy That's house. perfect. We need um, the rain. <laughs> so obviously you were in education as we mm-hmm. talked uh, during the break and things, but um, you've taught. Uh, in between performing your duties and things and uh, big yeah. educating uh, piece. Education's always been a big big piece of me. You know, and, and I, I grew up in, in Southeast, and we know that we need to work on educational attainment levels there. And, and so I had a chance to get involved early on with a lot of youth programs and, you know, the mentoring. And folks don't know, but I, I also worked um, for a little bit with uh, Big Brothers, Big Sisters and, mm. you know, did some of the mentoring programs and coordinated that. But that's so important because we talked about the prevention of, of our youth and, you know, the work that needs to happen and guiding them and steering them. So 
I enjoyed that. And so, you know, after, you know, we're we're all said and done with politics, I might I might go back in the in the educational world. Um I always I always enjoyed that. Um and you know, that was something that was very uh important to me. And so I'll I'll be involved somehow, some way with, with education. And you could think of yourself as an educator mm-hmm. in your current position, obviously, mentoring your colleagues and talking things through. Um, <laughs> you're all you're all doing the one. You're all in the same class, right? I, you and, know, uh, I got a great working <laughs> relationship with, with all my colleagues. Um, you know, great. a lot That's of them are, are actually close friends, and you know, it's like seven different personalities on that dais. You know, some of them have more than one, <laughs> uh, but in a good way. Uh, but, you know, we work really well. And, and I think regardless of, you know, sometimes we yell at each other and, and disagree. But at the end of the day, we'll go and have a beer and, you know, and, and make yeah. sure that we're moving the city forward in the right direction. I think that's the that's one of the things that's good to see as a, a citizen, just, you know, mm-hmm. reading and listening and sometimes watching a council. It's uh, It's nice to see that there's nothing to see except work getting done. Um, Absolutely. No, years past hasn't always been that way, but yeah, a lot mm. of the recent years have been, and that's uh, that's nice to see because Fresno's pretty serious. We're a serious city, and we've got a lot of opportunity. A lot and, of work uh, that needs to happen, and you know, I I've always lived by that old saying that you know somebody that disagrees with you eighty percent of the time is still twenty percent your friend, and mm-hmm. so we have to live in that. 20% and, and actually get things done for, for our community because that's what our, our residents expect and, and deserve. And, you know, it's important to, to have that dialogue always going on. You know, I've co-sponsored legislation with my council member Steve Brandow to mm-hmm. Oliver Baines to Esmeralda and the mayor. And yeah. so we have to work together to, to get things done. Absolutely. I don't think our city would allow for folks not to not to work together and get no. things done, and an opportunity would pass us by and and move to the next city for Absolutely. for not that chance. That, that enough of that goes on in D.C. Washington yeah. D.C. We don't need that here. <laughs> True. Um, what are some of the big issues coming up that um, some done by our state, but uh, <laughs> now that gives the city of Fresno to have an opportunity um, to open up some new businesses? Mm-hmm. That's going to be challenging uh, on how that's going to get accomplished Yep. being medical marijuana. Mm-hmm. I know that's um, a big topic of discussion. And Oh, yeah. We just went through that. So um, I I was able to, you know, and I'm not in the committee that's been um, drafting the, the, the first version of what the, the medical marijuana mm-hmm. would be. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm supportive of the medical piece. I have a lot of questions with the recreational piece. I think we need to mm-hmm. do a little bit more analysis on that. I don't think those um, dispensaries should go near schools or churches or, you know, areas where, where their children are, are commonly found. And so we'll work through a lot of that, that stuff. But, you know, fo- folks don't know that because of the proposition that passed, you're legally allowed to have six plants anyway. You know, every individual can do that in, in the city of Fresno. Um, you know, but I think for us, we have to be, you know, very strategic and, and, and cautious about how we roll that out for the for the medicinal piece. Because, you know, I'm and, you know, I, I'm the guy that spent the first two years on the school board shutting down drug houses near schools. Mm. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I, I had a tally sheet on there because that was a big problem, you know, a number of years ago. And so I had that in the back of my mind as I was going through this process but it was very educational for me i had a yeah. chance to meet with constituents and you know they showed me how this plant can serve as a medicinal piece and it's not even smoked it's like a it was a drop 
huh. and juice for a little eight-year-old girl that had epilepsy. Wow. And so that actually yeah, helped. Oh, absolutely. I saw the, the, the videos of, you know, the before and after. And, and so that, you know, opened my, my eyes a little bit and, you know, maybe working in that medicinal piece direction. And so we got the draft out. Um, we're going to be doing uh, community input. Um, so I think later this year we'll come back with some um, measures to vote on. That would be kind of a, a tough one. You know, you sure. you just hit it squarely in the face with that's something you were trying to rid yeah. of school areas. Right. And then here it comes and it, it might assist, which is a good thing for, for folks that may need it, right. but need it to have fun. To The recreational piece is something that probably isn't, um, sure. well, isn't as easily accepted as the... Uh, medical portion of it right and and that's that's going to be i think our job the balance between the need for folks to have access to that for medicinal purposes and and then the fact that there are going to be individuals out there that that abuse it and 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 are looking at it more as a as a money-making you know opportunity um but it's like anything you know there's that old saying from you know i'm going to age myself here mr miyagi's line where it's balance <laughs> it's always balance right yeah. with whatever we whatever we do and we should have something here in the next uh month or so and then i suspect we'll get something before the before the year ends but that's going to need a little bit more conversation um in all of our you know districts i know that my council member uh, colleagues are going to have some meetings in, in their areas, and we just had the big meeting at City Hall, and I think there's another one planned uh, before we, we vote. So. Nice. And so the quick snapshot in the final few minutes we've got, um, you know, that might be a piece of council work that's that's uh, big on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Any other things you can share with um, upcoming challenges that, that the council's going to face and I think one of the the biggest challenges we're going to tackle is going to be the homeless issue. That's 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 going to come to a head here pretty quickly because mm-hmm. what you're going to see is as the as the weather changes and it starts getting cold and, and rainy, um, the the pressure will be on there to provide a shelter for for folks to to actually go to. And so we're gonna we're gonna tackle that issue here in the next uh, month or so. Uh, but then the other big piece for me will be that that Fancher Creek um, uh, development out there. And what that'll mean for for my community, and you know, for the shopping amenities, and all the construction going on. And I forgot to mention this, but we had over a thousand seventy three housing permits pulled in the last eighteen months wow. for Southeast alone, and that's only increasing because you're seeing a lot of the building going on from parcels that were empty before, and and that's a great thing because it's going to be you know investments in infrastructure and sidewalks and streets and widening. And more um, school safety, um, you know, crosswalks for for our kids. So that's going to be, I, I feel, the the next big challenge, the the homeless issue that we're going to have to tackle. And then obviously that's along the lines of our our public safety investments that we've been making, because at the end of the day, safety's got to be the first thing that comes before economic development, before right. any other uh, priorities. If we don't have that. We don't have businesses, mm-hmm. and we don't have quality of life for, for our residents. Just curious on the homelessness mm-hmm. part piece coming. Is there a, a citizens, um, any type of advisory group, I'll say for lack of better words, but piece on any of that, or is that something council? Uh, obviously, you've probably got plenty of constituent advice, sure. quote advice to, sure. to do this, but – that's otherwise up to you guys. That you know, it's, inter- through, yeah. it's interesting you should ask that because I, I met with the mayor yesterday 
along with um, uh-huh. H, and we actually had uh, the conversation about that. And there will be some um, citizen uh, advisory committee roles Just within curious. that conversation. Mm-hmm. We have to. I mean, they're the ones that yeah. deal with it on a daily basis. Um, Wonderful. Well, the band just started. Not the Bulldog Marching Band just yet, but our closing music is nice, yeah? It is. It kind of just Peaceful. takes you off as you ride ah. off into the... Everybody go find a realtor and buy a house. <laughs> That's right. In <laughs> southeast Fresno, <laughs> District 5, close to Venture Creek, where we have that project coming. <laughs> go where your heart desires. Luis, it's been a pleasure. Same here. Thanks for spending the hour with me. Thank and, you. Um, Look forward to uh, more meetings and good yeah. news coming out of your district. Love to come back and give you guys an update on the projects we talked about. Awesome. Thank yep. you. Thank you for listening to Welcome Home Radio. Everybody have a delightful week. Go dogs.